Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All right, all right, all right. 18 straight weeks in the U.S. with initial jobless claims totaling more than 1 million. So how's your week going? Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, boys and girls. I'm your co-host, Joel Let's Play Ball Cheeseman. I'm Chad Hercules Mulligan Sowash. And on this week's show, Glassdoor's future is so bright they gotta wear psych. It's better to be at job case and gym right now and dildo theft. Wait, what? what? Sit back and get comfy. It's gonna be that kind of show, everybody. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. (laughs) Nobody's going to dinner now. Yeah, this is actually week 23 for us. We did the coronavirus edition uh, first podcast on February 27th, and that was the week that we locked down here at the Sowash residence. And when did we officially retire the it's corona time soundbite because of insensitivity? Little tone deaf with the coronavirus uh, soundbite. So what's up on your end? It's it's freaking hot as hell outside. I got a cat taking shits uh, in the house that uh, I'm not real happy about right now. So that's what I'm dealing with. Animals. Oh, thanks for that. Uh, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Indeed. Yeah, they oh. haven't gotten a positive uh, shout out from us lately. Uh, they announced this week that they are not reopening their offices until July of 2021. This is a big move considering that they've been gobbling up real estate all over the world for the last five years. That's That's got to hurt the pocketbook. It's a fucking layup, dude. They're in Austin, Texas right now. <laughs> Have you seen the have you seen the news? I mean, have you seen the cases in Texas? Jesus. Shout out to Bill Borman, who said I should uh, try to work the word poppycock in during the podcast. There I did it. I think I'm going to go one further and try to substitute poppycock for all mm-hmm. my F-bombs this uh, this episode. I'm going to try. I, don't, I can't promise anything, but I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm going to tell Bill. Fuck the fuck.
fucking fuckers. <laughs> Shout out to Serial, not the stuff you eat at the morning, but the podcast. Uh, we just announced that New York Times bought up the, uh, the, the popular podcast. The whisper number on that was $50 million. Chad and I are still waiting for our payday, but uh, for, for Joe Rogan and Serial, ring the cash registers, baby. Shout out to you guys. No shit. So Kyle... The Chad and Cheese podcast mascot millennial just got engaged. Whoa. 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 Good stuff, right? I guess you you know, you gotta get out of mom and dad's basement somehow. So Good God. I could I could go on. But Kyle, dude, go for it, man. That's awesome. Uh, I hope he's not gonna get married in the in the the lockdown. I mean, how's that gonna go? I don't know. I, I think that's the the uh, the harder part is saying we don't have to do it right now. I think actually that's the easier part, right? Yeah, assuming he probably met this girl online anyway, so uh, maybe they could just <laughs> keep it that way. He's known Corey for a while, so that's oh, uh, there's okay. no chance. Yeah, no chance. Shout out to Matt Miller. Oh, uh, huge fan of the show. He's a senior manager of town acquisition at Caliber Collision. Oh. There in Texas, uh, he says he listens to us every day. Tells all his all his coworkers to take a listen so matt man super fan we love you buddy keep listening got uh new listeners chris hansen over at aperture where have you been man uh casey finch at smc corporation of america in noblesville she's uh, over in your area and alex her who said uh he heard great things about the podcast alex they lied man they, they lied Chris Hansen, isn't that the to catch a predator guy? No, I think he was the the one Hansen brother that uh, didn't get any love. Shout out to your boy, Jeff Bezos, who became $13 billion richer uh, this past month. I know you love seeing him <sighs> ring the register. So shout out to that rich motherfucker and Elon Musk, uh, equally rich as well. It's a good it's a good time to be rich in America. Yeah. Rich white dude. Imagine that. Shout out to Melanie Chung over at LinkedIn. Uh, she loves the podcast. Love you listening, Melody, uh, but uh, still think. LinkedIn is the lesser form of a devil versus uh, Facebook, who is the full devil. The full devil. Uh, combo uh, shout out to Snap and TikTok. Uh, so Snap, shout out for walking the walk. Uh, they were they had allegations of sexual harassment and all kinds of naughtiness going on there. And they said that they were going to do an internal investigation, which they have actually hired a law firm to come in and actually question people and, and dig into the company. So Shout out to them for that. Uh, they had kind of a shitty quarter, uh, but have usership of 32 times per day uh, as the average user of, of Snapchat, which is, you know, y'all need to get a life out there. And TikTok, <laughs> who said they'll be uh, they'll be hiring 10,000 folks here in the U.S. Uh, and also announced that they're close to spending a million dollars a year in lobbying. Uh, and what better way to not get pinched by the government than to employ a bunch of people who also hopefully vote. So they're doing the right thing strategically as a Chinese company looking to be banned by our country. Yeah. Well, they're just going to do an, a, a U.S. IPO and buy Snapchat. That's going to, that's my, that's my call. Yeah. Big shout out to Alicia Scott Garrell over at TMP. Uh, man, we haven't heard that much from TMP or AIA 
uh, expialidocious over there for a while. <laughs> Good to hear from you, Alicia. Tell everybody, uh, keep listening, and uh, we'd like to hear some stuff. What's going on over there? Nice, nice. Shout out to JobSync of uh, Deathmatch winner alumni. Oh, uh, yeah. Celebrated their... 500th day i think in business or yeah. 500th i don't know so uh we i got a i got a little gift box i think you did too they sent me a little like tall boy yeti little thing that that keeps my beer pretty cold so shout out to you guys at job sync keep keep trucking man you know you need a little yeti thing for your beer when you're not drinking your beer fast enough so i gave mine to julie she uses it for wine hot, <laughs> it's hot, hot. outside uh, shout out to Portland moms. <laughs> Is one of them the naked woman that was protesting this week? What? Did, did, you, did you see this in Portland? They have they have naked women protesters. Yeah, that you're watching a different channel than what I'm watching. You're, you, you've got the porn channel on. I'm actually watching the news where mothers are coming out in droves to be able to uh, to, to support uh, their their town. But yeah, but shout out to to Portland moms. And last but not least, shout outs for me is to Hung Lee in the new recruiting brain food Tribune. He had about a about eight to ten individuals yeah. who he gave assignments to, and uh, we were actually able to to pick our assignment. Elena Valentine she she picked oh, yeah. the hardest assignment. Yeah. Uh, I picked I picked I think one of the easiest ones where I answered twenty questions. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was really cool. And if you haven't checked it out, if you're not already subscribed to Brain Food, go to recruitingbrainfood.com. Uh, check it out and check out the Tribune. It gives you an opportunity to get a little bit more in depth about other people in the industry. And if you want to know more about me, check mine out. Shout out to uh, unwoke.hr. Uh, got to talk about these idiots. Uh, they got pretty Man. chesty. They got pretty chesty this week, calling out the fact that they are a real site. Uh, we talked about the Vice article. They they sort of went after them, and then sort of generally that. The industry was in a tizzy. I don't know if we were included in that or not. But uh, if you're going to get real chesty boys or girls and girls, I suggest taking off the mask and showing yourself. Show yourselves is what I say. You ready to do stories? Topics. Glass done. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to Indeed's version of a glass door <laughs> snuff film. <laughs> This is just affirmation of what we talked about over the last few weeks. Indeed's going to be piping jobs into Glassdoor. We called uh, it. They're going to be taking the Glassdoor reviews and the um, ad slash job posting platform is going to be strictly through Indeed. So yep. those are those are some of the some of the areas. Yeah, I, I love the way that they spun it, though. They spun it as to benefit our customers. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to let you uh, access the power of two instead of have to buy uh, both of them. So nice try on the spin there. But, uh, you know, it's it's pretty clear that Glassdoor is going to be a, a filler site for Indeed jobs. I don't, you know, I mean, the brand of Glassdoor for reviews is so strong. Um, yeah that I, I can't really imagine them messing with that. I think you'll still be able to, to post reviews that are f fairly exclusive to Glassdoor. I mean, they get so much PR out of it every year, the top companies, the top CEOs. I mean, still people still think about them in terms of seeing what it's like to work at a company. But anything that's duplicitous, like job postings, is, is gone. 
And if you're still employed at Glassdoor and you do stuff like, you know, has no effect on reviews, <laughs> you probably want to go look for another job at this point. Glassdoor is obviously much, a much different platform than Simply Hired. I mean, Simply Hired has been a dead brand for a very long time. I mean, pretty much as, as soon as in, Indeed bought them. But I mean, mm-hmm. this is just a colossal waste of brand. It's going to be a waste of the business model itself. The resources that they have there, I believe, are just going to atrophy. And instead of using Glassdoor to really create products, I mean, Glassdoor was the brand that they could have used, I think more so than Indeed, to focus on CRM, nurturing, experience, those types of areas uh, than Indeed. I mean, Indeed's really just... All their other focuses is getting a shit ton of traffic to you. They talk about targeting, they're full of shit. But from a glass door standpoint, you had a brand that you could have, I believe, could have used really to focus on the experience side of the house and, yeah. and building platforms that made you a brand for tomorrow. And indeed, obviously working in concert with that. But this whole quote unquote partnering thing is just a load of shit. It's it's it, or poppycock. It's just not. It's poppycock. Yeah, it's not going to be a partnership. <laughs> Fuck the fucking fuckers. So so it's pretty easy to take away the job posting component. Like that's easy to change. I wonder. I wonder now how Indeed is going to let companies manage their brand or their profile pages on the Indeed platform and have that all transfer over to the Glassdoor site. Because that sort of is the next step for me. You can't Mm -hmm. have the companies use two platforms for branding. You'll have to somehow cross those together. And that, that I assume is the next phase. We haven't heard anything around, you know, the Click IQ and Deed IQ acquisition other than the name change. You know, is yeah. there, are there programmatic integrations that are going to happen here? Yeah. I mean, just it's one of those things where we see some big acquisitions happening. This is $1.2 billion to be able to create now a, a really a dead brand. It's just this to me just blows my mind. It's the era of COVID, man. This shit happens, happens fast. It happened before that with Simply Hired. I mean, they, they, well, that was they paid easy. money. That was easy. They didn't pay a billion dollars for Simply Hired either. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, LinkedIn layoffs. That was a story this week. Close uh, to a thousand, sh- yeah. Yeah, I did a shred on that one. Uh, 960 employees gone. Uh, the company's uh, newly minted CEO said that there would, no, there would be no other uh, layoffs at the company. Most of the people laid off were in, in sales, marketing, uh, biz dev type folks. Um, you know, 6% is not a whole lot of people. I mean, my guess is they probably could have, could have cleaned out five to 7% of the people anyway for performance issues. Um, they did obviously blame, uh, the current environment, uh, for the layoffs, the lack of advertising. I know from their uh, their Q uh, their quarterly report yesterday, which was filed, uh, they had a ten percent reduction year over year. I think in in revenues that might have been quarter over quarter, but uh, so ten percent reduction in in revenues, six percent laid off. Um, that probably makes sense. My question is, my God, if if something as sort of mandatory as LinkedIn uh, is laying off people and seeing that kind of reduction in revenue, imagine what. Career Builder, Monster, and a lot of the non-essential sites you have to be on. <laughs> what kind of reduction are they seeing in revenue? It's got to be scary shit. 
Yeah, yeah. I, well, I've got to say the new CEO, you know, Rizlansky, he's getting smacked around. I mean, his first week as CEO, which was just a few weeks ago, he uh, he had uh, that uh, that all hands call. Yeah, he had an all hands oh, yeah. call that unearthed uh, a bunch of racists that were within LinkedIn. Uh, so hopefully now he was able to identify some of those fuckers and get them out. Yeah, Wiener Wiener got out at the right time. That's yes. for sure. That's for sure. Wiener got out at the right time. <laughs> Local Job Network. Here's one, a blast from the past. Uh, they're doing a rebrand uh, this week. What do you know about that? So, yeah, well, LJN has a new CEO and now they're getting a new look. And I and here's why I like this. The old name totally limited the brand. Yeah. The the look and the feel of the website was 20 years old. I mean, it was stale at best. You know, it needed something new. I just hope mm-hmm. we finally have a vendor that focuses on outcomes. Listen, Circa, that's their new name, Circa. Listen, Circa focuses on outcomes instead of uh, the the same old poppycock and fluff most diversity sites peddle. They talk about, mm-hmm. oh, you know, let's do diversity training and all this other stuff. And that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, if you're not driving outcomes, then what the fuck are you worth, really? So hopefully uh, Circa will, uh, will be doing that. And mm-hmm. I have it on good authority that Ooh. they are closing an acquisition with America's Job Exchange. Whoa. Is that yeah. official or is that Chad Scoop? That is Chad Scoop. So right okay. now it's it's on the rumor wires. Uh, the the <laughs> the acquisition of America's Job Exchange, which you know between these two companies, yep. uh, they have thousands of customers. And yep. in the OFCCP land and EEO and diversity land, you know those are medium size and and, and enterprise uh, types of organizations. So I think. You know, trying to trying to actually get that portfolio, that that mm-hmm. AJE portfolio, which was somewhat a, a remnant of their partnership with CareerBuilder, mm-hmm. uh, is is not a. It's definitely not a bad move. You're getting a, a competitor out of the market. Yeah, uh, direct employers. I mean, all they really focus on is Fortune 500 companies, so they are incredibly limited in the uh, the pool of companies that they really can go after. Um, so these guys, they, they have, a, I think, a, a good opportunity to really refresh. And uh, who knows, maybe they'll be the diversity name in the in the segment. Yeah, for a lot of companies, th- uh, this is really big news. Um, uh, by the way, it's circaworks.com. We've seen worse uh, domains. I don't know how <laughs> how much circa.com would have cost them, uh, but it's a, it's a decent name. And local job ne- job network, man, that is that is some blast from the past fucking old school job board shit. Yes. I remember working with them in my SEO days, uh, Scott Molitor. He probably knew Scott uh, yep. in your time at, at, at Direct Employers, but sold the company. It's sort of been uh, on cruise control for a while. Uh, obviously, being a job board is not uh, the future. So yeah, I mean, it's it's, I feel like it's less of a marriage of, of two dinosaurs that can cuddle uh, and try to, to you know try to try to survive the, the the meteor as as opposed to like it's probably a pretty good relationship and diversity and whatnot is going to be something that people care about so we'll keep our eye on on circa circaworks.com uh, and just see how they how they progress and uh, whether this thing will work or not yeah see if they can get that deal closed with uh, AJE or if it goes up in smoke who knows. That'll be huge, huge, almost as huge as our sponsor, 
Job at X. Nope. Nah. Not for me. All these jobs look the same. Ugh. Next. This is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs. Just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it. We live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job AdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's join us at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. All right, Chad, you killed you killed Amazon when they paid out five hundred million. I assume you're going to destroy Walmart for doling out four hundred twenty-eight million, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's fairly simple. Walmart, the country's largest grocer, let's just talk about the grocer side of the house, said yeah. profits rose 4%. That's $4 billion <laughs> reported back in May. That was back in May. It's gotten worse, yep. guys. During the first quarter, demand has been so brisk that Walmart has had to hire more than 235,000 workers since mid-March, mm-hmm. according to the CEO, Doug McMillan. All 5,355 of the company's U.S. stores have remained open during the pandemic. They are so proud. (laughs) But Walmart and Amazon, I mean, they've got to stop giving workers the crumbs. When are we going to stop demonizing migrants for taking work that we won't do? Instead, why don't we demonize these bastards who are making people live paycheck to paycheck? They're, They're giving them 150 bucks or $300, which you know as well as I do, especially in these times, that's not going to go very far. Yeah, it comes out, it comes out, it comes out to a little bit over $100 uh, per employee, I think, if I looked at the the math correctly. There were some we're going to get full time, we're going to get 300 and part time, we're yeah. going to get 150. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, it doesn't matter. That's a pittance. That's the, th- those are crumbs. Let's take a look at actually raising wages to make people feel good by calling them heroes and essential. But those companies are not willing to pay hero and essential workers with yeah. essential wages. I mean, it blows my mind, dude. Yeah. And in and, and all fairness, we've been nice to Walmart uh, in, in yeah. years past, weeks past. They do a yeah. lot in terms of education and, and benefits and things like that. They're going to be taken over by robots at some point, just like Amazon. Um, but I, I feel like what they need to do is an environmentally friendly commercial like Amazon has done to take <laughs> your mind off of the shit that they do that's bad. Uh, have you seen Amazon's new commercial about carbon neutral by 20 whatever? Uh, yeah. It's a real it's a real heartwarming commercial. 
by 2030. They're looking to go 2030 carbon neutral. Walmart has some amazing uh, commercials that we've talked about on this podcast where they actually, they they highlight, uh, yeah, they're employees. You know, they have Mm -hmm. an employee who does a poem, like almost, you know, wrapping it, which is really fucking awesome. Pay those people essential wages, pay them what they're worth. And, you know, good point that Julie made. I bet the dude who was actually on that commercial didn't get paid for it. (laughs) I bet he got paid for it. I bet he got his salary wage for it. He didn't get paid, paid for it. If he was an actor who was asked to do something like that, I bet he didn't get that kind of cash. Well, you know who else didn't get paid or isn't getting paid are real estate uh, agents that need to lease office space. A story this week about how many companies are going to be exiting office space in the future thanks to the work from home experiment that is COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, Thoughts about this? Yeah. This is a topic that we need to press forward past COVID. We're doing this now because we are reacting to COVID. What happens next? Is this a planned strategy to be able to reduce footprint overall? Or -hmm. is this just reducing footprint until we can get everybody jammed back in offices? That's that's the biggest questions. I, I believe some industries will be focused on just moving people out. They're seeing that those individuals will get just as much done, if not more, from their home office, which means they'll be able to, to obviously save cash. Yep. But others, I think like some of the financial types of organizations, they won't. I yeah. think they just that's just culture. Everybody get your asses back into the office. I know some banking professionals today in Indianapolis who are sitting in their fucking offices for no reason. (laughs) Just because that's the way it is and that's the way it's always been and that's the way it always will be. Welcome to the 1950s. Yeah, I think I think this is one of the most sort of interesting experiments that uh, we're doing amidst the COVID pandemic. And I think that you and I have talked about in terms of age ages, right? Like when we were in our 20s, we kind of wanted to go to the office because there were other young people doing stuff. There was happy hour. There was, you know, concerts after there was socializing, right. you know, at, at an age now where kids, suburbs, uh, you know, the office doesn't seem like that appealing. Um, some professions will never go back, right? Like technology folks that can do it from home. That's going to, that's going to stay. I think ultimately there's going to be less business office space in 10 years than there is today. It's going to be housing. It's going to be like uh, communal space. I don't know, but I think, you know, what the world looks like 10 years from now in terms of what these almost pyramids of office buildings in major cities look like and and how they um, are utilized will be Mm. really, really interesting. And and for cities like New York, Chicago, uh, San Francisco, just, you know, huge, really densely populated um, office buildings and spaces, how they transform will be truly fascinating. Yeah, I think I think we'll also see a migration of people out of those areas because they are so expensive. If you don't, if all I need is a good internet connection, then I can work from anywhere, right? Sure. And, and that just makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I think you're you're right. There there are, uh, let's say for instance, cohorts per se, who might be perfect, you know, entry level. You want to get them together. You need a manager to be able to take them through uh, and then slowly release them out of the nest, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. There, I- there might, might be some of that. 
Yeah, and I know that this scares the shit out of uh, sort of brand folks, and you know, one of uh, one of our good buddies, Douglas Atkin. Uh, so I know, for example, Douglas Atkin, our buddy, uh, loves loves the idea of getting people together and and rubbing them until they get sticky and and keeping culture and and yeah. uh, engaging employees. And that sort of goes out the window uh, when everybody's working from home. So I know this, you know, stuff like that scares the shit out of culture folks and brand folks, and it probably should. I think that stuff uh, takes less of importance, you know, in environments like this. I think that there's a, a real opportunity to spend less time at an office. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people in, in, in New England area talk about, you know, living in Florida and commuting to New York, which seems kind of crazy um, to somebody in, in the Midwest, but that's something that's sort of normal. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's hear from Jobvite. This summer, Jobvite wants you, you, and you to join hundreds, thousands, millions. Okay, maybe just thousands of recruiters, HR, and talent acquisition professionals for a summer you won't soon forget. It's Jobvite Summer to Evolve. The Summer to Evolve is a 12-week series of free content to help recruiters brush up on their skills. Learn from industry thought leaders and see how technology can help them improve, automate, and evolve their recruiting efforts. There will be a chance to share tips and ideas with your peers. And we may even have some surprises for you along the way. I love surprises. So visit thesummertoevolve.com to register for the Summer to Evolve sessions that suit your needs. Pique your interest. Or float your boat because starting june 16th it's the summer to evolve the way you attract engage hire on board and retain talent job bite recruit with purpose hire with confidence so at the top of the show we talked about hard times on a lot of companies but yeah it's not tough for everyone. Uh, Jobvite, we just talked about them uh, making acquisitions last week. Right. Yeah. And uh, two companies, one near and dear to our heart, uh, raised quite a bit of money. Jobcase, our buddies, uh, raised $30 million. Well, it wasn't a raise. They sold a, a majority stake for $30 million. So, I mean, is that considered a raise? Is that what happened? Yeah. So Jobcase, a, a Cambridge startup that runs an employment yep. networking focused on blue collar workers said Thursday it is selling a majority stake to one of its big investors in a deal that would help it expand its offering. The deal gives Jobcase $30 million in new capital. Overall, they have raised hundred, close to $150 million. Does this feel like a lifeline? I think if it would have been another investor, then we could have definitely said, holy shit, you know, what's happening here? But Jobcase is dealing with one of their current investors. So they already have a huge stake. Yep. You know, they already have a huge stake in Jobcase as it is. So to be able to do a deal to turn over an additional $30 million in capital might be a smart move, especially in this uh, COVID era. Sounds like it might be a good time to get Fred back on the show for some explanation about what's going on with the company as well as the raise. I agree. I agree. Great. Uh, Jim also raised uh, $30 million, I believe, as well. $37 million. Thirty-seven. To- Gem. And we talked about Gem. They used to be Zen Sorcerer, just a shitty name. Luckily, they 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 were able to get their hands on gem.com. Have no clue how they got a chance to do that. But um it's an it's an interesting play. They focus heavily on integration with LinkedIn. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that they are the complete sourcing stack. There's a there's a huge transparency piece uh, to be able to see how your team is sourcing, and and I would assume the different types of platforms they're sourcing with. Yep. Uh, they have a CRM, RMP, Chrome extension, diversity hiring modules with analytics. I mean, from my standpoint, they definitely need the money because they are shooting broad. This is not <laughs> something that is laser focused. Yeah, they are They are looking to kill a big elephant, uh, to say the least. And yeah. first of all, Look, the name is awesome. And yes. if you're going to try to kill an elephant, um, to have a name like Jim, no, it's not just a cartoon character from the 80s. Uh, some of you remember Jim. Uh, anyway, so the name, first of all, is great. And I want to just point that out really quickly. But they are trying to, to basically solve the top of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel challenge. They're probably one of the most, um, we talk about HubSpot for recruitment. Mm-hmm. Sort of the entire management system, uh, top of funnel, work them through the funnel, relationship building, tracking all that stuff, nurturing. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to solve that very big problem, um, and having a lot of money to do that is a is a very good thing. So I applaud them for uh, for the raise and the vision and what they're doing. I I don't know a lot of companies that use them. I don't hear a lot about them, but they have a pretty pretty stellar list of clients that they name um, in, in the release on this raise. So they must be helping quite a few companies. And I assume that we'll be hearing more and more about them. Yeah. You almost wonder their play for acquisition to LinkedIn because they are trying to do some things that LinkedIn wants to be able to do uh, that maybe their talent hub can't quite get done. So it would be interesting. And I think that, you know, any type of partnership uh, and or platform that kind of caters to a specific platform. I mean, that's a laser focus. There's no question, but there's just so much for a young company to be able to talk about, you know, being a complete sourcing stack, CRM, they don't say RMP, but a lot of what they're talking about is recruitment marketing platform stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, The diversity piece, I mean, they're just so much they're trying to bite off on the outside, it's almost like they're trying to sell to LinkedIn, right? So I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, they're they're certainly grooming themselves to be a, a, a tasty target, um, if not for LinkedIn, uh, a sales force, maybe a work day. I mean, a, a much bigger fish to come in and, and grab this. But if we if we agree that recruiting and marketing uh, are starting to, to blur into each other, uh, these guys are on the right track. Yeah, could be, uh, could be that uh, big dildo in the in the small in the small pond chad this is a hard story to talk about i have to say i have to say what dude what is i mean you know something is wrong i mean we have been locked down for way too long and this is on huffpost so a masked thief was still at large after he casually exited a Las Vegas adult store in broad daylight with a three foot, 40 pound dildo on his shoulders. I mean, is there is there a black market for this kind of stuff? Why would anybody even want to take something like that? Yeah, there, there is actual footage uh, on TMZ of this if you want to check it Get out. It? Uh, it, it won't yeah. it won't translate into a podcast, but. So this this sex toy, nicknamed or it's named Moby, obviously the whale is the inspiration for that, retails for $1,250. So, you know, 
you could maybe get some money for it. Otherwise, I don't know what you would do with a three foot, 40 pound dildo. And by the way, the visuals of this guy hoisting it over his shoulder <laughs> and running out of the store are uh, are pretty pretty impressive. Reported that the man stuffed the, sol- the stolen phallus into his car and made a clean getaway. Yeah, wh- whatever happens is he's going to be uh he's going to be totally subject to whatever penal codes uh, <laughs> are are relevant in his area. We, we out. out. This has been the Chat and Cheese podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah. You're welcome. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.